Hi, it's Jim. I just wanted to drop in with a quick reminder that after this episode, we will be moving to a bi-weekly release schedule. Our next episode will drop on November 8th and every two weeks after that. But next week, we will release a special preview of our upcoming sister podcast, Two Minute Tech. That podcast will launch on January 3rd, 2022. So we'll see you next week for our podcast preview, and then again the following week with our next full episode. Amazon started out selling books. Once it got good at that, it expanded and gradually became the retail giant that we know today. Now, the company has moved into new areas, such as its Alexa digital assistant. But like all the big tech companies, Amazon collects the data you give its products and uses that information to recommend products to you. If you want to reduce the data that you're giving to Amazon, we'll give you eight steps that you can take. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Helping you stay safe in a connected world. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast, the safest podcast on the internet. I'm Jim Herman. I have one security alert for you this week. Our alert this week is a vishing scam targeting Windows users, which was identified by the cybersecurity company ArmorBlocks. If you're not familiar with the term, vishing is used for a phishing attack that's done over the phone instead of through email. But this particular attack incorporates both your email and your phone. The scam begins with an emailed invoice for one year of Microsoft Defender. Microsoft Defender is a legitimate product. It's Microsoft's antivirus and security software for Windows. But Microsoft Defender is a free product. In fact, it comes pre-installed on all Windows devices. Unlike many scam emails you'll receive, the one published by ArmorBlocks uses good spelling and grammar, and it didn't have a link to click on. However, it did have a phone number to call to pay the invoice, which is where this scam became a vishing scam. Once you call the number, you'll be asked to download remote access software, giving the criminals access to everything on your device. So treat phone numbers that you're sent in emails exactly like you would treat links. Don't call numbers you were sent in an unsolicited email. If you have any questions about a phone number that you were sent in an email, verify that it's legitimate by comparing it to the number on the company's contact page.
Do you want to be notified when we release a new episode or when there's an important alert that could affect your online safety? If so, visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email and sign up for our email list. It will be the safest email in your inbox each week. And don't worry, we won't sell your email address or share it with anyone other than our email service. Once again, that's cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash email. And now, on to today's tip. A few years ago, my mom asked me to purchase a few items on Amazon for a soon-to-be mother. I made the purchase for her, but you can imagine my surprise a few days later when I received an Amazon email advertising baby items. For weeks after that, I received a regular supply of baby items in my suggestions from Amazon. It didn't matter if it was in an email, on the site, or on a totally different site where Amazon was advertising. The items hung around for two or three weeks before Amazon stopped suggesting them regularly, and it was probably at least six months before I was completely free of Amazon's baby recommendations. Amazon may not run a social media site, but it still has every reason to want to collect data on you. Amazon wants to be able to offer you the products you want at the exact moment that you want them. But Amazon is much more than just a place where you purchase products. In addition to the many other facets of its business, Amazon also makes its own products, everything from batteries to digital assistants. And when you shop on Amazon or you use Amazon products, the company is collecting data about you. So with that in mind, here are eight steps you can take to reduce the amount of data collected on you by Amazon. First, you can start by erasing your Amazon browsing history. As I mentioned in the introduction, Amazon tracks everything you browse on the site. It's why you might browse for a new item and then see ads for a variety of that type of product going forward, even if you already bought it. But you can control what data Amazon uses to show you. To delete your browsing data, log into your Amazon account, click on Your Browsing History, and then click on the arrow next to Manage History. From here, you can delete your entire browsing history by clicking on the Remove All Items button. You also have the option to turn personalized ads on or off. I realize that some people don't mind personalized ads, while others don't like them. However, even if you say you don't mind personalized ads, I recommend that you turn them off for a period of time. You might find that your browsing experience improves when you're not being reminded that you're being followed. Second, 
archive your Amazon orders. Amazon has a history of every order that you've made on the site. I looked back and found my first order on Amazon was a textbook for college that I purchased in 2006. That was the first of many orders that I've made on Amazon. While you can archive your Amazon orders, there isn't a way to permanently delete your order history. When you examine your orders, every one will have an option underneath it to archive the order. You can go through your entire order history all the way back to the beginning and archive any orders you don't want appearing in your history. Third, examine your public Amazon profile. This might come as a surprise to you. Amazon isn't a social media service, so why do you have an Amazon profile? But you do, and it's visible to all other Amazon users. Your profile contains your name, your location, a description if you added one, your wish list, and your community activity, which is primarily the comments and ratings that you've left on the site. If someone finds your public profile, they can view all of the information you see that's not labeled private. But you can control what's visible on your profile. Sign into your profile, click on Accounts and Lists, and scroll down to the section for Ordering and Shopping Preferences. Click on Your Amazon Profile. And then click on the orange box labeled Edit Your Public Profile. You'll have the option to edit your profile or to change your privacy settings. Adjust any settings that you want in order to increase your privacy. Fourth, while you're checking out your public profile, you may also want to check out your wish lists. You can create wish lists of items that you'd eventually like to buy or receive from Amazon. You can set up a public wish list for your birthday or your wedding, and then people can buy you items off of that list. By default, any list you create is made public. Now, public wish lists are great if you want them to remain public. But if you thought you were creating a private list just for yourself and then found out it was public, you might be embarrassed if you found out that other people were able to see the items that you thought were being kept private. To make a list private, click on the Accounts and Lists box and then choose either Shopping List or Wish List. Click on the three dots next to the list and then select Manage List. From there, you can manage the privacy or change the name of the list. Fifth, if you have an Amazon Echo, check on your Alexa recordings. An Echo has to constantly monitor what you say in order to be listening for the wake word. And of course, when it hears the wake word, it begins recording. Those recordings are also sent to Amazon in order to improve the functionality. These recordings are stored on Amazon servers. But sometimes, Alexa thinks it heard the wake word when it wasn't actually said. 
In that case, it could still be recording things that you didn't think it was listening to. The Alexa app on iOS and Android will allow you to view and listen to all of your recordings. To delete recordings, go to the Settings section, tap on History, and then select an entry and hit the Delete button. Note that Amazon does warn that deleting your recordings could harm your experience. Sixth, on your Echo device, you may want to set up an ordering pin. Voice ordering can be very convenient, especially if you make a lot of purchases from Amazon. But Amazon may have made it a little too easy to place orders through an Echo. There have been stories of kids who placed orders through their parents' account on the Echo. And there's also the story of the news broadcast that demonstrated how to place an order so well that Echo devices across Dallas began ordering dollhouses. To set up a PIN, go to the settings in the Alexa app and tap on Voice Purchasing. If you want to turn off Voice Purchasing altogether, toggle the Purchase by Voice setting to off. If you want to add a PIN, leave that setting on, but toggle the Voice Code setting to on as well. This will turn on a prompt to enter a four-digit PIN. Once you've confirmed the PIN, you will have to speak those numbers in order to confirm the order. Seventh, you may want to control the drop-in settings on your devices. If you have multiple Echo devices, you can listen in on what's happening in another room. However, that could also let anyone else in your house drop in and listen to what you're doing. You can lock down the drop-in settings by contacts or by device. In the Alexa app, tap on Communicate, then the Contacts icon. Scroll through and make sure that you've only turned on Allow Drop-in for the right people. Then go to Settings, Communication, and Drop-in. There, you can control the drop-in settings for each device. Eighth, check on your Amazon Sidewalk settings. Amazon Sidewalk creates a giant network of Amazon devices that extends your Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connection range. It shares networks of your neighbors with you through their Amazon devices. While this might sound like a great idea, there are privacy concerns when data is being sent through other people's networks. Amazon says that the Sidewalk network uses multiple layers of encryption to protect the network. But the history of these types of devices from many manufacturers isn't all that promising. To be clear, I certainly don't think Amazon would intentionally roll out a feature that compromises people's privacy. But I do have concerns about allowing other people to use your internet service. If you want to opt out of the Sidewalk feature, open the Alexa app, tap on Account Settings, and then Amazon Sidewalk. Turn the settings off if you don't want to participate. So you don't have to let Amazon track you 
record you, or borrow your internet just because you want to use their products or services. With a few adjustments to your privacy settings, you can help keep your personal information away from Amazon and the public. And as we draw to a close today, it's time for the Cybersecurity Pop Quiz. Each week, we ask you a question about online security or privacy, and it's your job to figure out the right answer. Today's question is a true or false question. Since the next episode, we'll discuss how to shop online safely. The question is, cyber criminals are only interested in your credit card number when you shop online. True or false? Come back again next time to find out the answer or visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash popquiz to submit your guess and get the chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card when we conclude Season 4 next August. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay safe. Thanks again for joining us for the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast. Check out the show notes page linked in the description for more information about today's tip and a transcription of today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you could visit our welcome page at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash welcome. There, you can find more information about the show and links to some of our most popular episodes. Cybersecuritymadepersonal.com is provided for educational purposes only. Don't take any action on your computer, phone, or other device unless you understand what you're doing and the possible consequences. Visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash disclaimer for more information. Cybersecurity Made Personal is a production of Personal Tech Media. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, stay safe.